Hey everyone, welcome to King Worldwide. My name is Lisa and Jesus is our King. We're going to be talking about finances, God's way this evening. And before we get started, I don't normally do this, but I am laughing very hard. It's something very funny happened. I like to laugh. Laughing is so much fun. Um, I was spraying this plant behind me so that it would have no dust. And I was just spray, 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 spray in the kitchen. And the next thing I know, I was going to get a paper towel to wipe over it. And I slipped. But the great news is, I, the whole time I've been saying, glory to God, glory to God. This is a great day. This is a great day. This is awesome. Glory to God. And as I was like sliding down onto the floor, I was still saying glory to God. And my angel, the angels must have helped me because I didn't even bruise. I didn't even bump anything. So anyway, if this is going to be so good. And there's a lot of people. We've had a lot of uh, comments, questions, asking about finances and a lot of people um, I mentor one-on-one -on -one and talk a lot about that tithing seed offering first fruits and things like that the thing that um, we haven't talked I, I feel like I always talk about finances but evidently we don't on our broadcast so what the Lord had me do today is put together a um, it's a God's fine God's way of finances finances God's way on our YouTube playlist so um, my dad's uh, testimonies on there and then four or five older uh, videos that the Lord had me do and you know I'm not promoting me that is just the last thing on my mind it's the Holy Spirit it's what the Lord has taught me and I'm supposed to remind the viewers that of my background because a lot of viewers um, are newer this in 2019 and didn't know the story and so I apologize if it's repeat to a lot of you but it's important for the new viewers to understand especially if they're successful in this marketplace that that's where I came from and it's important to understand that yes I have amazing parents and yes they are financially free and yes that had nothing to do with me in this ministry I did not even know that they were already serving God I didn't know that they were going to be in ministry with me so I was selling pharmaceuticals at age 42 I surrendered all and I said Lord just let me know what you want me to do and I'll, I'll serve you and I had already invested in the gospel with all savings and everything because that's what God told me to do that's what I wanted to do I'm not telling anyone else what to do so at age 42 I was making whatever almost um, I'm not gonna say almost seven figures but six-figure income and I was sewing Okay, and that's how I believe. I was tithing since I was in seventh grade. So some people say, oh, well, you've got it made. You have your parents. Okay, yeah, I am very blessed. And because of my parents, I understood how to transfer the relationship of trusting a father and mother to God. But let me tell you, God's principles work. I was, my parents taught me to tithe. I was tithing since seventh grade. They had a business. We would work for them. We would write our hours and I would get a check, maybe once a month, once every two months. And I learned to tithe and we're going to be talking about that and we're going to talk about on this side we're going to talk about the, the foundation because if we don't have a foundation then the second side of tithing seed sowing uh, first fruits offerings monthly covenant seed partnership it's all going to be like performance and job and we got to do this and that is not how God's kingdom works God's kingdom it is love he is love and the reason why he gives us guidelines and instructions it's because it's the principles that we follow in order for him to sovereignly 
do supernatural things for us. He's given us free will and he will never push, shove, or not be a gentleman. Satan is the one. So if you're ever feeling pressure, 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 that's the liar. And God is never going to pressure. He might be urgent on things, but it's never pressure. So the foundation of finances, God's way, is not self. This is opposite of the world. Finances, God's way. We understand that we have to pay our bills. And we understand that there are children to feed and clothes to put on our back, things like that. I'm still telling you, the reason why I was telling you my background of pharmaceuticals is because I understand what it's like to have money coming in all the time. And I also understand in 2014, I quit my job and I, the Lord told me to get a severance package and I had that for one year. No savings and a severance package. And the way we do this ministry is by God's word. We don't ask for money. We don't ask for a place to preach or teach. We don't... Um, charge for when we do go preach and teach. Um, I wrote these things down because it's really important. We tithe on everything that comes in and we, on a regular basis, monthly covenant seed partnership. This is what the Lord taught me from having zero dollars, zero, to prospering. And it is not, I repeat, it is not because I, there, I have a ministry and people are sending money. Because I don't ask for money. We don't advertise. If we do an advertisement, sometimes the Lord says do an Instagram promotion or do a Facebook promotion. It's really about the gospel. So I'm promising you everything that we do is by God. And our ministry, the ministry, finances, people, lives change. Every part of the ministry almost doubled, tripled in some areas last year in 2019. And it's all. 100% because of God. And I'm so excited to tell you that because it, the Lord wants me to be a sample of how to do it his way from starting at zero. My parents are very generous givers. They tithe, they sow, but they do not, it takes a lot to, to, run, to run a ministry, operating costs. I shouldn't have to go through that, all that. But they, they don't, they don't, um, what are that? What's the word? Um, had my pockets I wouldn't allow it and they wouldn't do it because it's not the right thing to do the Lord wants me to show how to live by faith and so from day one that's what this is about so I am going to get to the meat and potatoes of it but if we don't have a foundation and if we make excuses based on what people are saying think oh that's easy for them or oh that's that then we will miss it this is for every single person in God's family the body of Christ we accept Jesus we want to serve him it, he doesn't want us broke. That is does not bring any type of glory to him. It's actually it's embarrassing from my opinion, but he doesn't say that. But it's because we haven't known what to do. There are people that do it right. There are people that have gotten into the word and learned. We're marketplace people. We are we are to take away all excuses from people in the workforce or people that have families, people that there's no need for an excuse. God's word works and that's how it is. Okay, so this side is about the foundation. God's way of everything, success, finances, relationships, victory in every area, is having a foundation where God is first. I'll go through those in a minute. Um, 
Well, I'll go through them right now. So let's start with Genesis 1, 26 through 28. And for um, brevity, I might read some and I might not. I'm prepared to read them all. But we need to understand that in the very first chapter of the Bible, God says, let us make, when they say us, it's Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Let us make man in our own image, after our own likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, cattle, all the earth, creeping, everything that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his image. In his image, God created him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. That word, I like to put it in all caps, just like Brother Copeland does, because the blessing is not the same as, bless you. It's not that. The blessing of God is the empowerment, the anointing of God to do all that God does. And we don't need to do anything in our own except tap into his ways. So it's the blessing. So we put the blessing on Adam and Eve, which the blessing is continuing on us through Abraham, Noah, Abraham, and now when we're born again. So that's Genesis 1, 26 20 through 28. Then you can go, I don't like that glare. Okay. So funny, isn't it? Anyway, De oh, excuse me, Deuteronomy 30, 19. God has set before us life and death, blessing and cursing. He says, therefore, choose life. Do you think poverty, not having enough money, um, not being able to pay your bills, or for those that think they are also have their bills paid or out of debt and all that, God still wants us to believe for more so that we can be a blessing and distribute and that will be on the second half of the side. The next one is Proverbs 10.22. One of my favorite books in the whole world. The blessing of the Lord. It makes us rich. It makes us rich. It doesn't say we do it. It's the blessing of the Lord. It makes us rich. And he adds no sorrow with it. 2 Corinthians 9.8. God is able to make all grace abound toward you. That ye always, having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. Matthew 6, 33. Seek first. We seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all things are added to us. And the last one I put as far as the foundation is John 5, 19 and 30. And I'm definitely reading all this. Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the father do. For what things soever he does, there also does the son likewise. I can of my own self do nothing, as I hear I judge, and my judge, judgment is just. Because I seek not, this is Jesus saying, I seek not my own will, but the will of the father which has sent me. Okay, the most important part of side one. To be financially prosperous. It does not matter to have debt paid, money in the bank, and rolling in the dough. If our hearts aren't right with God. Because the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. We are in the time where the glory of God is here. There is shifting going on. You might not want to participate. You might not want to think about it. The truth of the matter is the chaff is being separated from the wheat. And it is not time to, like, be wondering about your relationship with the Father. It is the greatest relationship. I don't, I wouldn't be able to do this if it, if he didn't call me. And it, it's because he tells me what to say. And then in turn, he makes my life so blessed. So 
the first side is really having honor for God. And if anyone follows the pursuit of his presence with um, the Copelands, it's the very best devotional. That whole devotional teaches everyone how to live God's way. And we've gone through it four or five years in a row, more than that. But it really does. And the word is always alive and fresh. So Psalms 34, 9. Oh, I dropped a page. Excuse me. I wanted to read the part about honoring God. It was in the devotional. Yeah, and the pursuit of his presence. Okay, that was it. Excuse me. Okay, you know anyone can um, be blessed because I'm a very blessed woman, and it's because I just do what God tells me to do. Dropping the paper, he didn't do that, but I'm just available for him, and that's how. That's all he said for me to do. Keep your flesh crucified. Spend time with me so you can hear my voice. Respond in obedience, and it really is. And then resist the liar. Enforce victory. All right, so Psalms 34.9. I'm not going to read all that. So it's talking about fearing the Lord, honoring the Lord, respect. God says people who live that way have no want. When I used to read, um, what's it? Is it Psalm 23? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I used to think, well, what does that mean? I always want stuff. Well, I tell you, the Lord showed me that I don't want. Do I like things? Would I enjoy that? Yes. But I don't. Living with him, and he provides everything, and he tells us what to do. If he tells us what to do and what to believe for and how to sow and how to reap and how to tithe and all that, and we're doing what he says to the best of our ability and always checking in with the Holy Spirit and staying in a repentant heart and loving heart, well, then if things are slow, it's not on me. And I'm not sassy. Like, I talk with God real, and I tell him, like, it. he taught me this when I had zero dollars, no more severance, and... My family's heard the story. In 2016, we went to my parents, took us on a trip for their 50th wedding anniversary. And I just finished paying for their cake. We all chipped in. There was zero dollars. I had five different accounts, personal and then ministry. Zero. Literally zero. Bills were paid up until for a couple of weeks. Zero. And I said to myself, praise God. Praise God. I go out of town tomorrow. My parents won't let me buy anything. They won't let me pay for my meals. They will pay for everything. Praise God. And I knew that God provided. But it is a, no, because no one knew. There is nothing to complain about. The Lord provides. And when just when we think that we're, we don't have something, it's a matter of stepping back. Because if we're in the United States, that's really, we shouldn't even say that. But let's say, it looks like from our world, we're in the United States or wherever we are, and it looks like we have zero dollars and we have children to feed, things to do, blah, blah, blah. We don't deny the circumstances. We deny the right to be more powerful and more in control than the word of God. And the only way this is going to make sense is when we make God and his word final authority. Romans 13, 8 says, Oh, no man, anything but love. Stay out of debt in other translations. It is not a suggestion. It is not um, something to, that God wrote. Everything where God says, where the Lord commands us to do things, it's not command like dictatorship. It's commanding because he's saying, follow this and you're in the blessing. Follow this and you will see what I can do for you. It's obedience, hearing the Lord and obeying him. It's not because... He's a dictator. I say this all the time. It's because 
it allows him, because he gave us free will, it allows him to move in on our behalf and supernaturally make things happen. He can drop money from the sky. He can do whatever. You say, well, that's, he can't do that. He can do anything. I have seen miracles in my life. I have seen lots of miracles. My angels helping me lift things. It, it doesn't matter. I'm not trying to sell you on anything. I'm trying to express how God is our God. And he he doesn't want honor, so we bow to him. And that it's it's a mutual thing. It's it's his it's the way in order to for him to legally access back to us. And I do want to bow to him. I love our father. He has the best plan. I didn't even know about this plan until I said, okay, I'm done with my my way. And the thing is, I would encourage everyone to just lay it down. It doesn't matter if you're a trillionaire, billionaire. It doesn't matter. If Jesus is not Lord of your life and ruling you, there will be caps. There will be ceilings. There will be issues because Satan's the God of this world. And unless we're serving God, we are serving Satan. And he can interject into our mind if we don't know how to stop that, if we're not living with the Lord. And it takes some time. I'm off the track, off the subject. But this is the part about making him your source. The final authority, truth, obedience, and all in. Okay, so let's get on to the next thing. I was going to do this in two times maybe, but God doesn't have any problem backing up his word. The only problem he's had since the Garden of Eden has been finding people who would do what he says and allow him to be God in their lives. That is, this is from Sister Gloria, from the Holy Spirit through Sister Gloria in that devotional, and that is the motto of my life. God has been looking for people who would do what he says and allow him to be God in their lives. You might say, well, I don't know what to do. Well, it's, I'll tell you, it's in the Bible. It's first of all, get in the word, read the Bible. Joshua 1.8, meditate on his word day and night. If you don't understand, just that's the answer. So you're going to want to find a way to understand. I'm not being nasty. It's just not time. I'm not going to baby. This is, this is for training the body of Christ. If anyone needs personal help, they know to contact me. God knows exactly how to get anyone out of trouble. He hasn't forgotten how to part, part the Red Sea. He never changes. When he, finds, when he finds someone who is loyal to him, he is loyal to them. He is so loyal. He is so loyal. 2 Corinthians 16.9 says, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. That word perfect doesn't mean one who doesn't make mistakes. My little dog is coming to join us. It means one who is loyal. All right, I'm going to read this and then we'll continue on next time. God isn't just willing to deliver you from trouble. He wants to deliver you all the way, completely. He, he's constantly searching for opportunities to show himself to show himself to those, show himself strong to the, on our behalf. He won't force it on us. We'll have to honor him and give him total respect. If we want to walk in the delivering power of God, we will have to want it enough. This is it. If we want to walk in the delivering power of God, the delivering power of God is in every area. Finances, health and healing, relationships, um, spiritually, socially, financially, mentally, every, every area. That's why it's victory in every area. But if you want to walk and live in that on a continual basis, we have to want it enough to let God be God every day in our, of our lives. 
All right. If you have to go, just go because there are some people that want to know the next steps and I'm just going to do that. Did the sun come out or did you just smile at me? Oh, I'm smiling all the time. Glory to God. And it's because of Jesus. All right. So thank you, Jesus. Okay. So the next steps, okay, if you want to go, the next step, maybe we can split this up, but right now we're not. The second part of the board is about um, what to actually do. So when our heart is right and God is our source, the next step of actually doing something, faith without works is dead. But the works, the number one play of works is being in the word. It's not going to make things happen. It's being in the word to know what God says, to obey his voice with whatever he says. Many times that time that uh, it was 2016 and, you know, I emptied all the bank accounts by not emptying, but by I was living like that, not asking for money or anything. Um, the Lord said, just praise, praise the Lord and be grateful. And I was, and by the time I got back, there were new partners, new people, and I, I'm not, it's just by faith. And it starts a little bit at a time. He trained me for two years on the job to hear his voice. I would have not ever quit a corporate job with a steady paycheck, 20 years in the same company, basically with, in, with insurance at all. If, if just on a whim. That is stupid. I'm not, I'm not stupid. God trained me the last two years of my job that I just heard him so clearly. And he told me six months ahead. And he said, in six months, you're going to quit your job and start a ministry. I'm like, okay, great. Because he had trained me from everything from what to wear, to what to eat, to where to, who to talk to, what to say to the doctors when I've said everything I knew to say, how to do my job without being negative, but without, you know, doing it God's way. Our language matters. The words we speak matters. And we don't have to speak like the world because he showed me how to do it. And I would be sitting in a lunch waiting for the doctor to come back to speak to them. And I was used to my normal routine of selling them this or showing this. And the Lord said, you're going to do what I tell you. I'm like, yeah, I mean, we already made that agreement. Yeah. And I'm like, well, this is going to be fun because what's the worst case scenario? I say nothing. What's the worst case scenario? So... I kid you not. The doctor came in. How you doing? Good to see you. How's everything? Great, great. And literally, the Lord told me like what to say. Like it was coming out of my mouth. It was, it was probably it was a statement about the product that I had. I'm trying to remember exactly that I'd never said before, but it was interest to that doctor, and I didn't even know. I'm telling you, our God is so good and so succinct that. He can't be succinct and be almighty if we don't let him. And it's just like if you're, you know, an adult and you're training a kid, a, a nephew, niece, or children, and they won't listen. It can be so frustrating. There is a time to let people grow up. But I'm talking about when someone asks you, please help me, please help me. And then you help them and they're like, it's not working, it's not working. Because they're not listening. They're not peaceful. They're not w allowing it to be. Yeah. Yes. Sally. Yes. They did because of the glory of God and God made it happen and God increased business for me and God made it enjoyable. It, it, it's beyond explaining unless you do it, but it is for everyone. It makes life so much better than anybody's seen. So the point is John 14, 15 says, if you love me, Jesus says, keep my commandments. Now it's not about liberal. Um, what's it called? What's that word? Someone can type it. What's that word? Legalism. 
It is not about legalism. It is about understanding who our father is. And if this is what he says, and it will benefit us, and it's for the best, everything he says is to benefit us, then if we don't do it, it's our fault. If we don't seek him about Romans 13, 8, if we have a mortgage or if we're in debt or whatever, and if we don't seek him, it is on us. If there's no condemnation ever. There's no judgment ever. But if we're not seeking him about his word, where he says, oh, no man, anything but love, then we are not being obedient. We are not loving him. If we don't love God with all our heart, every principle of prosperity is simply going to be that, a principle. And people all over the world do, do success principles. And it, it doesn't mean they don't work. They're going to work. But they will reach a point where they stop working and there's a ceiling. And finances cannot help you if there is sickness or disease. How many people do you know who are wealthy or, or celebrities with so much money and they died of overdose? It's not a judgment. It doesn't just money is it becomes a God if we don't put it in the right place. Don't get me wrong. God wants us to prosper and anything short of that is not his best. So if we're not in that, well then what are we missing? And it always starts with our heart. Most people hear about God's prosperity and they talk so wrongly about Brother Copeland because they think he's a prosperity preacher. If anyone said that to me, I'd say glory to God, yes. And he says yes because that's what God's word said. But if anyone would get to know him and them, that was never their motive. But because they were so obedient in the word night and day, they are the ones that set the example that one day I learned how to be in the word night and day. And everything they did and taught is why that I'm living free as well. And it's not because of them or me. It's because of the Holy Spirit and the word of God and how our father created it to be. And the word always works. If something's not working or someone's not getting healed, it's not God. It is us. And it always starts with our heart. So if your heart is right, which I know I'm in the spirit. And so I know by the Lord is saying most people's heart is not right. That's what he just said. And I know I can con concur with that because I thought my heart was right for all those years. I accepted Jesus. I knew I was going to heaven. A heart that is right is willing immediately to do anything God says at the drop of a hat. So you could be have a great job or you could have a family of 10. You could be over here. If God says, would you go to Africa? I always say that. But if would you... Would you actually go work in Las Vegas? Or would you go do this? Would you do that? To know if your heart is right is to go through those questions of anything. And if God asks you to do it, would you do it? If there's hesitation or you'd say no, then there's some growing to do. But once your heart is right and then you follow these principles of what the word says, like Malachi 3.10, with the tithe, then it is true, and God honors that. And it says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse, the whole tenth of the income, the gross income. And the reason why we do that is because it is, number one, God's money. 
We are rob we are stealing. Let's just let's just say the truth. We are stealing from our father when we don't take out the top 10%, the gross, and tithe into the ter the correct accurate term is where you're spiritually fed, where you've had an enlightenment, a revelation in a consistent ministry, minister, church, and there are very specific parameters on that. The most important one is your heart being right and you inquiring of the Lord. What I do is not necessarily what you do. And what anybody else does is not necessarily what you do. It is between you and God and your spouse, etc. And it is, it is the blessing. The blessing connector is the tithe. And when we do not tithe our top 10%, it doesn't matter the excuse. It does not matter. We are stealing from God and we are preventing the covenant connector of the blessing and preventing what God says where he rebukes the devourer. That's number one. You can look it up yourself. But Matthew, uh, Malachi 3, 10 through 12. Another reason what God says in his principles is Luke 6, 38. Give and it will be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. That's with time, love, money. It's about a giving. That starts again with your heart. We are not talking about people pleasing, and we're not talking about um, overextending without inquiring at the expense of oneself. That is called people pleasing. There are so many people that are um, codependent because of fear, insecurity, unbelief, uh, not understanding what happens. I know I, I was that way. I know these things. I, I mean, I don't just speak. Usually everything that... I've said I've done or had or experienced. So it's not, God delivered me from everything. So I know what it's like when, oh, but I can't because of this. Oh, but I can It's an excuse. Just say, Lord, yes. Yes, Lord. Yes. When, once we say yes, he opens the wind. He opens things. But it's not, yes, let me just try it out. It's, I'm going to serve you because I love you and your word says it. And it's, it's infallible. It's, it, it's forever. And it's changed our lives. All right. So we have Luke and then the seed. We're just going to talk about the tithe and then seed. Just like a farmer. If a farmer wants a crop, they plant a seed. Correct? That's just how it is. That process of seed growing, growing, coming up, and then harvesting the crop is the process that God created for this earth, for us. Seed time, harvest time. I think it's Genesis 8, 22, maybe. Mark 4, 3 through 9 and 14 through 20 teaches us how God wants to prosper his people. It has to be with this first. If our heart is not right, he has so much mercy and grace with us. He gives us chances. But if our heart is not right... And we continue to sow and sow and sow because we want to get the return. I've seen it work, but I also have seen it dry up. And the person is sowing, 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 sowing. Where's my harvest? Where's my harvest? It's not about perfection. It's about the heart. I've also seen people give all the time because they hear from God and they're compassionate and they're so blessed. I've also seen people give because they think they have to and then they can't pay their bills, they're in debt, and they're in trouble. 
So it doesn't do any good to do what I'm saying or anyone else is saying without hearing from God. I'm telling you what he taught me, but I'm telling you to go back to the word. Go to the scriptures. The word comes alive when we read it all the time. And you stay in it and stay in it and stay in it and stay in it and stay in it until the revelation comes. If you have to stay in the same scripture for 50 days in a row, it's going to come. But there might be that much junk in the mind, contamination, what we see all day long. We can't keep putting junk and poison in our eyes and ears and then a little bit of word and think that the word's going to do anything. The word is powerful. It is all powerful. It's one word from God can change everything. If we're consistently putting junk in, there's no way that we'll be able to hear his voice. And that's the that's what's frustrating. So the seed is the word of God. So in Mark 4, he talks about, Jesus gives us a great example, how it talks, well, I'm supposed to read it. Okay, this is going to be long, but glory to God. The sower soweth the word, and these are they. So I'm going to change it to be like in our terms. I'm not changing the Bible. I'm just articulating to speak and communicate. Sower sows the word, and these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. Okay, so these are people, let's just use myself. Lisa talks to, tells them about, encourages them with the word when they have heard to God this is so in order Word. oh wait it's always when they have the word is sown when they have heard okay yeah Satan comes immediately and take it the way the word all right so let's use an example oh I meet someone blah 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 the Lord tells me to say something to them they're blessed by the word oh glory to God I didn't know that was in the word blah blah yes yes it is the liar has someone call on the phone to the person I just ministered to the Holy Spirit through me and blah, 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 Not the person. I'm talking about the person. I'm talking about the liar. He comes immediately. Take away the word that was sown in their hearts. So that person, I planted the seed. I do it by faith. I expect it to return. But that moment, it was taken away. And then there's those likewise which are sown on stony ground, who when they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness. But they have no root in themselves. And so ended, oh, that's, I don't remember that. It ended indoor about for a time after, anyway, I apologize. I don't remember what that said. I think I've cut it and pasted so something wrong. But I do know, um, stony ground and then there's no root. So that means I'm talking to someone and then great, great, great word at the grocery store. And they get home and watch 10 hours of TV. Unless it was the voice of victory or victory or preaching on YouTube, you know what I mean? The word of God, 10 hours of natural TV, that is going to steal that. It's not going to root. Um, these are they which are stone of thorns. Hear the word. Okay, this is the one I wanted to get to. The third one is when the word is sown, but then the cares of this world, which means bills are due. Car payment, just had an issue with the car, mortgage, refrigerator, appliances, all these things. The care, those are cares of this world. What did God say? What did Jesus say? Cast all your cares. So right there, when there's a care, immediately we cast it. We don't take it. We're not denying it. But just zip it and praise the Lord, and he'll tell you what to do if you do get your heart right. And the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things enter in and choke the word. The deceitfulness of riches is when 
let's say you you have a great job this is just an example and then you get a recruiter that calls and said I have a better job for you and it's in such and such and blah, blah, blah. well it's twenty thousand dollars more well if you're in the higher bracket income t tax bracket um, that really isn't a good deal but because you think oh twenty thousand dollars more um, in the big scheme of things if you would if we would rest and let the Lord tell us First of all, the Lord said, I don't want you to go there. That's not a good environment for you. That's not a good company for you. No, but you, let's just say, let's just make it even sweeter. Let's say it's a hundred thousand dollars more a year. You're supposed to uproot your family and you're supposed to go all the way over here because a hundred thousand dollars more. So, okay, that's fair. It won't be as much taxes taken out, but really you have a good church. You're in the word. You found King worldwide. You're growing. You're, you're learning other people that think like this. The Copeland Ministry, Jerry Savelle Ministry, all these other ministries we're part of, Keith Moore. And you're like, oh, but I, this money, well, we can spread the gospel with $100,000 more. That might be a truth, but if it's not what God told us to do, it is Satan. And he always, he might even give you words. Satan knows the word. He used to tell me what scripture. But I knew in my heart it wasn't peaceful. So I didn't care what scripture was coming through my head. My heart, it wasn't at peace, and I knew not to do it. And so the Lord showed me, and he shows you, the purpose of being in the word every day is so that it come over time, over time, every day. You feed on the word every day. That is how it, we get full. We feed on the word, and it overflows out of us. But then we know, he'll say, mm, like I do with my dog. I'm like, uh, I make one little sound, and she knows to stop. Well, that's what the Holy Spirit does. Uh. So he's saying, I've given him 100%, tell me, Holy Spirit, always tap me, free reign, always tap me, nudge me, tell me, clearly show me, always. I mean, I'm always checking in, but I also give him free reign. And and all I know, if I hear, uh, then, or, or that means I'm not doing it. I don't care. I don't need the excuse. I don't need the reason. But that only comes from spending time with God. But if we weren't in the word and we thought $100,000 in our heart wasn't right, doing whatever the word says, oh, no, man, anything but love, let's hear his voice then we would have probably changed and uprooted everything and blah, 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 in a big mess just for money. That is the love of money, and that's what the root of all evil is. So, but if the Lord said no, and he tells you why, and you obey him, and instead you praise him, and you don't talk about it with your coworkers, or just glory to God, thank you. Okay, Lord, okay, I have to interject. He said, by the way, we are all here for an assignment. We are... We are not here to be climbing the corporate ladder. If you if if the Lord leads you that way, great. But every single one of us is placed here on assignment. And the truth of it is, it's allowing, if we have God in our heart and we're serving him, the truth is, it allows Jesus, the Holy Spirit, to be present in that environment. And that's the secret of being available to God. It is not how talented we are. We all know it's not how Lisa talks on the camera or if she's understand, if people understand her or if her outline is good. I don't care. He told me that from day one. He said, I just need availability. I don't need ability. I said, oh, amen. There's a lot of people that have so much ability, but they need to turn it down because God needs availability. He doesn't need our smarts. He doesn't, that's just like saying that we're, prideful like we're smarter than him he doesn't need that all he needs is our availability but it doesn't do good to be available with a carnal mind 
that's not fit for the master's use. That's not what, what's not going to help. It's not going to help at all. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. But you guys need the word of God. I'm so glad. That's what the Lord told me. That is what the Lord told me. Glory to God. People would be attracted to the outer that he created because you need the word. You're going, you're not going to be full of life. I promise you it's getting darker and darker. And I will smile all day long because it's the Lord who loves you. And he's the one talking to you. So I'm getting off the mark. Um, 432 through 35. Okay. So the point is, if we sow the word, I'm going to have to block you. I love you. I'm going to have to block you. Um, sowing the word is how God, when we get to the last one, that's all right. When we get to the last one of when the word is sown on fertile ground and fertile ground is when the minister of ministry is sold out to God. They're all in. If they're not out of debt, they are actively learning from the Lord about not having debt, not not borrowing for a building. Oh, we just need to accommodate these people. No excuses. I am not going to, I'm not judging anyone, but I'm not going to back down. I'm not backing down on the word to fit people. That is what everybody used to do. I'm not doing it. And it does, I can't have confidence in the word with excuses. And the reason why God blessed this life is because it's the, the pressure is put on him and his word. I obey and I am good for my word. If I miss it, I quickly repent. And he takes care of everything. But if we don't, if we're not honest and all in, he can't, he can't do that for us because our will, our self is preventing it. And so the whole thing is about getting our will in line. And I just shared this scripture with my friend Philippians about our will and desire lines up. God does, changes us. The word of God, you might be thinking, I don't want to read the Bible. I don't want to talk about this. Great. I'm acknowledging that's your statement. I understand what that feels like, but I'm telling you, it doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter what you see or what you think. All that matters is what we believe and we believe the word of God. So I am going to tell you friend to friend, sister to brother, sister to sister, get over your feelings, get over your thoughts. If you don't get in the word and make him first priority, there is a tumultuous darkness coming and a high is high glory coming. And if you're not in the word and if you're not all in with God, you can't be on the fence. You will be in the bucket of the darkness. And I'm not threatening and I'm not being nasty. I love God and I love people. And it's the truth. You can go to um, 2 Timothy. You can go to 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy and see the signs of the time. We are in it. And for those that want to go all in with God, it is a step of faith, but he'll help you. It's one little step at a time. And if you're all in and everything's a mess, he will fix that mess faster than you can even blink. But if you don't say yes, then you don't give him an opportunity. So when it comes to sewing, we'll, we'll do that another time because I have lots of videos on that. The most important thing about this video is your heart. And it doesn't matter if you are the CEO of Boeing. I don't even know who that is. Boeing Aircraft or Apple. Just come across the... It doesn't matter. I, I'm, the Lord wants your heart. 
and he will help you if there are statusy things around. Well, what will my friends think? What would these people think? What would these other billionaires think? It doesn't matter. He will fix it. But you give him a chance. It doesn't matter if in your, you're in Japan or Korea or China. The Lord is speaking to you. Why would I stop the whole broadcast? He's speaking to you and telling you. He loves you. Oh, and it's just the best is yet to come. Just, just give him a chance. Not give him a chance, but he's saying, just trust me. All right, you guys, we're going to pray for everybody. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you for your love. Thank you for just speaking through and just touching every single soul. Millions and millions and millions of souls. The sound of our voice and everybody who hears and they're anointed and they touch others. We are yours to command and we're here for you. And we love you, Lord. We thank you for all our blessings. And we just say all of this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Okay, we'll see you on Monday with God's Way of Success. And I'll do another talk on um, tithe and seed sowing another time. Okay, have a great night. See you.